somebody sabotaged. And it was like, nobody cared. They were like, okay, it's fine. Let's just go find you some new material. I'm like, what is happening here? Every contestant has a tracker, but somebody sabotages somebody else's workspace and it's totally fine. Like what? Hey, thirsties. Welcome to the Thirsty for Hallmark podcast. I'm Charlie. And I'm Mary. Today, we are reviewing Mix Up in the Mediterranean. It aired February 20th, 2021. Uh, Let's start with the cupcakes. How many cupcakes, Mary? I've been doing a lot of 0.5s as of late, and I feel like you're going to excommunicate me pretty soon. But I would say three cupcakes and one bite of the fourth. Mm. Well, I'm going five. Five? Five. I love this movie. I was on my, I was on the edge of my feet the whole time. You were, God, you were on the edge of your feet. I, I was okay. squealing. You heard me. I, you did say you loved this movie quite a bit, but five cupcakes. Tell me why. Well, I love twins. <laughs> I love twin hijinks. My gosh, I thought Jeremy Jordan was so good, and that Jessica was good too. I just, I love the scenery and the. Um, the enemy, <laughs> just like everything. I, you did. You liked everything. Here's the thing for me. I didn't feel it between the two of them. Like everything else was amazing. And I thought that the two of them were acting really well, but I couldn't say at the end of it, I was like, yes, they should be together. Some of the things that she was upset about, I was like, hell yeah, I'd be upset about that too. <laughs> okay. Speaking of the plot, give me, give me what happened. All right. So first our short synopsis, essentially two twins switch places to win a cooking competition. And one of them is gay and one of them is straight. And the straight guy falls in love with the girl running the competition. And then of course all hell breaks loose. But at the end, the two brothers work together and they win the competition through a loophole and it's beautiful. Um, so now to get into more details, why don't you take it away? We have these two brothers, Josh and Julian. Josh is straight and is a cook at a diner in Alaska. <laughs> and it's the diner that their parents used to own, but now they don't own it anymore. And his dream is to buy the diner back. But in the meantime, he's just like flipping burgers, <laughs> frying French fries. And Mean baking, making baked Alaskas in the kitchen as well. <laughs> but the baked Alaskas were not approved yeah. by the restaurant owner. <laughs> and his brother Julian owns a fancy restaurant in New York. And he's gay and he has a husband. The restaurant's not doing well, but he's been accepted into this cooking competition. It's like the Olympics of cooking. It's called the Escoffier that takes place in Malta. <laughs> Um, fun fact, Charlie, I don't know if you heard this every time I said it, but I've actually been to Malta, so like, no big deal. <laughs> well, I can't wait to hear more about your experience there. <laughs> every five seconds, y'all, I was like, oh, I've been there. I've been there. Even if I didn't recognize it, I was like, I've, I've definitely been there. Yeah, there was this big fountain. And I was like, Mary, did you go to that fountain? I think so. <laughs> I'm sure I did. I'm sure I did. <laughs> So anyway, Julian he, convinces Josh to come to Malta with them and kind of just be there for the competition because they can bring a guest. But Julian, who's been having back problems at the prime age of like 30 years old, pulled out his back and cannot stand up. So his brother has to go and sign up for the competition for him. And he signs a contract. And this is important. He signs it. Jay Newman. Northrop. Oh, gosh. Jay what? Northrop. Gosh, I was really paying attention to this movie. <laughs> anyway, so 
I'm going to mess that up the entire time. Um, So he signs his name and then he has to put on a tracker. I did not know they did trackers for cooking shows, but or cooking competitions, but he has to put on a tracker so that he is the only chef that can go in and out of his station. But he finds out that if he ever takes it off or he loses it, he's disqualified. It was like a house arrest ankle bracelet. Yeah, it really was. It really was. So he goes and is like, oops, sorry, Julian, but um, uh, I have to cook for you, essentially. I was like, he, he can't take this thing off. Yeah, he can't take it off. And so he just, He's a chef now. It's so crazy. Like, he just thought he was going to go down, get his welcome packet. Yeah, exactly. He was expecting a welcome packet and to show his ID. And all of a sudden, he had to put a tracker on. I don't know why we thought this was so funny, but this might be the funniest part of the whole movie for me. Anyway. Also, when Josh first got to the hotel, he bumped into Jessica Lones. She is the female lead and she's the event planner for the competition. But she's called, her name is Megan in this movie. Yes. Westcott. Right. Yes. And her father owns a hotel. He owns a hotel empire. Yes. He just bought a castle in Germany, um, which he was visiting during the movie. So she had already met Julian at the restaurant. And then she meets Josh. And she's like, wow, he's like so much nicer now. And in flannel, like what? Um, and so then she meets Julian again. But it's actually Josh pretending to be Julian when he's signing up. And Josh is trying to be like, uppity julian like posh new york the whole nine yards but he's also kind of nice and he's like she speaks to him in french and she's like je parle un peu le français or whatever and he's like oui (laughs) (laughs) and his brother is like fluent in french so anyway i think there's like the beginning of oh julian is different than he was in new york um but they figure out that josh has to compete in this competition so him and his brother-in-law henry um are gonna compete in the competition together um to win the money so that the restaurant can keep open the competition has different stages the first stage they have to make a bouillabaisse and he passes that and gets to the next stage the next stage the truffle stage oh yeah they had to make something with these black diamond truffles Truffles. Mm -hmm. and the meg loses she doesn't get the truffles in time so he like helps her get truffles and they're slowly starting there's like obvious chemistry but it's complex y'all it's complicated because she feels attracted to him and she feels like he likes her but she also knows that he's gay and has a husband um So it's very confusing for her. And then it's hard for him because he likes her, but he can't tell her. Yeah. And the brother-in-law is like, what are you doing? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And we're all like, what are you doing? (laughs) I was feeling stressed for Julie, uh, for Josh and Juliet and Henry. I was like, stop it, Josh, don't do it. Um, Anyway, so they do a black truffle. His competition tried to sabotage him. So his original recipe, Julian's recipe that he was going to use, um, went out the window. So he, because Meg said she loved burgers, it was her comfort food, he made a truffle bacon cheeseburger. If I was a judge, I would also let this meal through. Like, hell yeah. Those those judges look pretty happy. They were like, yes. And I was like, yes. Automatic next round. Like, hell yeah. Julian makes the final round. It's him, his rival, Etienne, who he went to culinary school with, and this German woman. Uh, But the night that they announced the finalists, Mm -hmm. the real Julian came to the event and he pulled Josh aside and he said, I have to cook. I I can't let you do this anymore. You're going to lose this competition for me. 
And Josh is like, no, I'm doing well. I'm going to be able to win. <laughs> They're really not very far from where the event was. They're just like across some flowers. And Etienne, the enemy, is listening to them. I have to ask, if you have a huge secret and you are pretending to be another human, would you stand 20 feet away from the competition and say, have a deep conversation about it? Because I think I would be like, let's go somewhere private. I don't think I would be standing in the flower garden, the bush, essentially away from the party. They were one bush away, y'all. One bush. I would have been very paranoid. I would yeah, not let they had happen. no qualms whatsoever about hashing it out right there. But of course they were caught. <laughs> So Etienne goes. He goes to the. So Meg is the event coordinator or the manager of the event, but then he goes to the actual like CEO who runs the event. So she gets Julian and Henry, and then she gets Meg to bring Josh, and everyone's like <gasps> twins. And so she, Josh was just about to tell her. I know he was just about to tell Meg, and Meg. I mean, y'all, for the last hour and a half Meg had been doing a song and dance about how her last boyfriend had lied to her and she would never forgive someone who lied to her so we're just like seeing the writing on the wall that's not exactly true she said he lied to her and she gave him the two month that's test it. yeah mm-hmm. where if she couldn't get over it in two months then she couldn't get over it ever so she broke up with him then yeah that's a good point yes the two months test I wonder if that's a real thing I think we should follow that advice if I can't get if I'm still mad at you after two months it's over for the hoe yeah let's institute <laughs> that two month test <laughs> anytime you're mad at someone Charlie I'm just gonna say give it two months <laughs> yeah but then I think you'll be mad at me <laughs> <laughs> all right so um so anyway first they, they get kicked out of the competition mm-hmm. and the owner of the event's like you guys need to leave malta tonight yeah but then meg comes and she's like actually there was a loophole because you signed the form jay northrup not josh and not julian so it's actually okay. You can compete. Yes. So then Josh and Julian combine forces and that y'all, they make baked Alaska. They kicked um, Henry off, the off team. as a sous, sous chef and they brought Julian as sous chef. Yeah. The, the final stage for the competition was they had to make peach Melba, which is like ice cream and peaches. So they made peach Melba baked Alaska. Alaska. Which was their mom's favorite recipe. And during the whole, they were kicked out of the competition thing, Josh and Julian had a really big heart to heart where they kind of were like, I have never been accepting of what you're doing and you've never been accepting of what I was doing, but like, let's be brothers. We used to be so close. Honestly, this entire movie was just like so involved in that brother story. I, I mean, it brought tears to my eyes a little bit when they cooked together. I could care less about how Meg was feeling. I was like, Josh and Julian. So they win the competition with their baked Alaska. And Josh goes up to Meg and he's like, I I owe you so much and I'm I'm so sorry. And she was like, well, I just, you know, I don't know if I can forgive you. And he said, I want two months. Give me the two months. So pan to two months later. The restaurant's been changed from Jay Northrup to J.J. Northrup. And the two brothers are working together. Mm -hmm. And they redecorated the restaurant. It kind of looks like their hotel suite in Malta. (laughs) And the opening night is the next day. Josh had sent an invitation to Homegirl. And she shows up. And she walks in and... He had named a burger after her. I would, I, I have to admit, if somebody started a restaurant and they named a burger after me, I'd be like, all right, I forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> so he named a burger after her. 
And uh, then they made out for a really long time in front of the brother and the brother-in-law and like just candles, <laughs> candles. And it was super romantic. But yeah, that was the mix that up was in it. the Mediterranean. <laughs> but y'all, I think we really need to just go straight to the next section because the people in this movie are A-listers. So starting with your favorite. Jeremy Jordan. Yes. <laughs> Jeremy Jordan got his start on Broadway. He starred in Newsies on Broadway, um, Bonnie and Clyde. And actually before those shows, you know what he was in? He was uh, a replacement for Tony in West Side Story. And that's the same time when he was hooking up with my friend. (laughs) She said they had great chemistry. Um, Then after that, he was on Smash, which... Mary, you still need to watch. I know, I know. He's on the second season of Smash. It was a show about making a Broadway show. And he had lots of songs. And he was really, really good in it. Except uh, the first like few episodes he was on, he didn't have sideburns. Like his hair was cut up to his ears. The top of his ears. Oh, that's ears. kind of weird. It was really weird. It was never explained. I remember <laughs> <laughs> I tweeted to him about it. <laughs> and didn't respond. Jeremy, if you're listening now, we still want to know. Why were there no sideburns? <laughs> that cracks me up. He was in a Hallmark Christmas movie in 2020 called The Holly and the Ivy oh, with Janelle Parrish, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Yes. Mona. From Le- Pretty Little Liars, yeah. Oh, he was in the movie of the last five years with Anna Kendrick. Oh, yeah. I don't think anybody saw that. But yeah, he went back to Broadway and was in Waitress. And he was on Supergirl. And he was doing double duty in this movie. Actually, I listened to his uh, interview with the Bubbly Sesh. And he was saying he wasn't just playing two characters. He was actually playing four. He was playing Josh and Julian. And he was playing Josh being Julian. And he was playing Julian being Josh. And he said he had a hard time remembering like who he was supposed to be in every scene. Mm. All right. So shall we now move on to our leading lady? Yes. Jessica Lones. Jessica. She um, has been in a lot of different TV shows or like yeah. small screens. You know, I read she was in this Canadian sitcom called Alice, I think, which I've never seen. But it's based on a book that I love, also called Alice, I think. It's this young adult novel about this, like, really offbeat, homeschooled girl Mm -hmm. in random Canada. But she was in the 2018 Christmas at Pemberley Manor, which was also based off of Jane Austen, but just even more of a debauchery than unleashing Mr. Darcy. Do you know she wasn't in a Hallmark Christmas movie in 2020? She was in a Lifetime one with Chad Michael Murray. Oh, really? Can you believe? She was also in 90210. Yeah, that's that's why I know her from. And actually, she's been in a bunch of Hallmark movies, and I've had a really hard time separating her from her character in 90210 because she was so bad. I mean, she was a backstabber. She was a drug addict. Mm. She was just like mean and crazy and just like desperate. She was also in one of Charlie and I's favorite movies. We've watched it together, which is Over the Moon in Love. Mm. We did did that come out during I feel like we watched it during quarantine, but we were both watching it in different places and just texting each other. Was that that movie? I don't remember, but I think she wrote that movie. I think maybe she did. I just remember there was a movie during the beginning of quarantine and I was watching it from my house and Charlie was watching it from his <laughs> and we were just texting each other the whole time. <laughs> and everyone was like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm just watching homework and texting Charlie. I need some motivation right now. She's got the hugest ice blue eyes. Yeah, she does. Oh my God. Like, is that a natural color? I think it is. I think it's like her defining feature. She also has like notoriously long hair. Like I think it's like a, a like one of her things. It's like she has really, really long hair. What do you think about her hair in the movie? 
It wasn't my favorite. I'll be perfectly frank. But there was a couple of moments where she had like these beautiful buns. I was like, dang. Yeah, she had this like she had, like a under bun. Yeah, with, with like a across. braid and like like kind of like a little volume, but not a bump it. I was like, I don't know how long it took you, but that is beautiful. And a lot of the scenes, and maybe it's because it was so windy. I I can't figure it out, but they really like greased it down almost do you know what i mean it's like Mm -hmm. the top of it was really greased and then the the back of it was like natural so it was just i mean it was just interesting i I mean it looked fine it was pretty but i just was wondering why i think it was like that because a lot of scenes she had an ariana grande ponytail Mm -hmm. maybe they shot those scenes later she took out the ponytail and so like the front of it was all shellacked down oh that's interesting yeah that's a good point her makeup was pretty severe oh my gosh first of all hallmark if you want to like do a how to do the shadow eye, because every movie we've watched in 2021, they have the perfect shadow eye. How? How long does that take? I don't know. Of her lips, some scenes it was like a nude lip, and then some scenes it was like Ronald McDonald. <laughs> and it was weird because it, uh, the difference didn't really reflect the difference in the scene. One day at the competition, it was this huge red lip. And another day at the competition, it was a nude lip. It was it was interesting. I think the red lip would have looked really nice if it had been like an evening. But normally it was in the morning. I just, maybe I'm, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm failing. But I, I can't put that much makeup on in the morning. I really can't. I can barely get out of bed in time to just like put on like a little bit of mascara and just run out the door. But more importantly, I know we normally only talk about the main two characters, but there's also Henry, who was Julian's husband, uh, who was also a main character. He is Andrew Jacoby from Princess Diaries 2. And if you don't know who Andrew Jacoby is, he is only the man that Princess Mia had an arranged marriage with and was supposed to marry and did not. She said no to him at the wedding. But he's been in a lot of stuff. And he was like in the Tudors. He was in Smallville. Sm- oh, that's like like, yeah, me. he was Zod in Smallville. Um, and The Secret Diary of a Call Girl, which I've always wanted to watch. Have you ever seen that show? No. It was a British show. It starred Billy Piper. She was a British pop singer in like the year 2000. She had like two or three songs. What Her big song's called Honey to the Bee. It goes, honey to the bee, that's you for me. No? No. I'm sorry. It, no. I, it really wasn't popular. That They tried to make it happen. It's so hard for British singers to cross over. His name is Callum Blue. So who would you give the Oscar to? Oh my God, the Oscar. I didn't even think about it. Ooh. Guys, this is, this is a Hallmark movie, which we love, which is it's really just focused on the main people. So there weren't a lot of people just stealing the spotlight. Okay, I know who I got to give it to. Jeremy Jordan. He did carry that. <laughs> he didn't do <laughs> single duty. He didn't do double duty. He didn't do triple duty. He had quadruple. <laughs> <laughs> and he was so good. I knew who he was whenever he was supposed to be somebody. That's true. I would agree. I think this is the first time we're going to give the Oscar to the same person. <laughs> but he literally carried that entire movie. It was, I mean, it was just him in every scene, but a different character, a different person. Maybe that's why he hurt his back in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. He was carrying the movie. It wasn't him carrying an oven. It was him carrying this movie. The only tragedy is that he didn't sing because he has the most beautiful singing voice Mm, he does you know but here's my thing sometimes hallmark will do like they have a lot of broadway actors and actresses that go through hallmark just as many as they have juilliard graduates they sometimes they don't sing at all 
And other times I get them to sing and they don't pick music that actually accurately represents their vocal. I'd almost rather them not sing than people being like, oh, they're not that good. When in reality, these people are like amazing vocalists. I think in that Jessica Lones movie last year, she didn't sing in the movie, but there was background music that was her singing, right? I don't remember. I think that's what they should have done. Mm. Oh, now it's our section where we talk about things that we loved in the movie and things that we didn't really love. And today we're calling it homemade or hostess, keeping on the cupcake. Mary, what do you think was homemade? Oh, gosh. First of all, I love Malta. Tell us about Malta. Malta is amazing. It's a very small, tiny, teeny, tiny island. I think it takes 20 minutes drive across it. it. And it used to be an English colony. It used to be part of Italy. It was part of I mean, it was like so it has so many different cultures within it just because it had so many different um, it was part of so many different empires. Um, But it is its own nation now. It's got vibrant beach scenes. It's, it's almost kind of like Nice. It's got gorgeous cliffs. Like randomly like there's this one city and I can't remember what it's called. It's literally a medieval city and it just like doesn't even look like it's been touched. The streets are teeny. I don't think you can fit a car in there it's like they have a dungeon like you can go take a tour of the dungeon and it's just like how does this exist still it's you walk through a gate like it's got a moat and a gate and the whole thing and you're just like really immersing yourself in history so Malta's is an amazing place to go but all I knew about Malta was Maltese dogs and (laughs) Pete Buttigieg and they filmed they really filmed it there yeah I loved the brother relationship. Sometimes Hallmark really explores it and sometimes they really don't. They it's just like the siblings aren't really truly important. And as one that has siblings, and I know Charlie, you also do, I thought it was really beautiful. You know what I mean? It was like them finding their way back to each other after their mom and their father had passed away and one had moved to New York and one had stayed in Alaska. And it was just them accepting each other in the life that they were at the time. I just loved that that growth and that friendship. And when they had that conversation where they talked about like how they really felt when Mm -hmm. Julian went away and Josh stayed in Alaska and how much they missed each other. Yeah. You know what? Another reason that Jeremy deserves this Oscar, he did that scene by himself. I didn't think about that because it just seems so real. Mm -hmm. I think something that was not homemade. Hostess? Hostess. um, Was the cooking show rules like the the tracking device and then you know the weird well the loophole but then also like somebody sabotaged and it was like nobody cared they were like okay it's fine let's just go find you some new material i'm like what is happening here every contestant has a tracker but somebody sabotages somebody else's workspace and it's totally fine like what? How could he even have done that? With the tracker? That's what I'm wondering. Did Like, how did that happen? So this bracelet turned on the power of the workstation. So each cook had their own workstation and their bracelet only was supposed to work for that workstation. Yeah. So I don't know how Etienne got to got into it. I feel like he spent a lot of money, like hired an electrician to sabotage them. I have no idea. But that just seems like so underplayed. They're like, oh, maybe, it's fine. Maybe he just found a plug. <laughs> maybe unplugged it but it was just like her reaction was like oh it's totally fine let me just go find you 
some stuff from the hotel kitchen. I'm like, what? Something that was hostess for me. Meg and Josh have this romantic moment in the kitchen mm-hmm. where like all the restaurants in Malta are closed. So they go to the hotel kitchen. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. And they're like cooking together. And he's teaching her. I don't, we don't know what he's teaching her. But she's rolling dough. And then he's like, no, you got to do it like this. And he gets behind her and puts his arms around her and like is rolling the dough with her. And we're like, okay, that's really weird gay man would not do that and then i was also thinking like what are they rolling what are they making cut to their like outside eating burgers so they made hamburger buns i actually was planning on making hamburger buns pretty recently and i looked at the recipe and i was like oh, maybe not because you have to let it like rise for a couple hours then you have to shape them and then you have to let them rise again you don't just do that at 11 p.m when you want a quick snack like come on hallmark We are not that stupid. I think that's the thing I'm continually slightly disappointed with Hallmark with. Will you pass me the wine? (laughs) Um, I think what gets me every time is that they just... They just cut short on their research. It goes all the way back to cross-country skiing when these people were literally picking up their ski and just calling it cross-country skiing. Like, come on. What they could have done is just shape the patties. Or they could have done pizza dough. Does it take that long to do pizza dough? Pizza dough is like a half hour. See, that's a more appropriate 11 p.m. That's that's actually what I thought they were doing. Another hostess for me, I'm just jumping off of yours, but he was so flirty with her. Poor homegirl. It's like, what is happening? I was confused. She was confused. It actually reminds me of there is a keeping up with the Kardashian episode where Kim goes to dinner with this guy and she thinks he's gay because somebody had told her that he was gay, but then he actually was straight and they go shopping and she invites him into her dressing room <laughs> and he's like, make some move. And she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, you doing? And I'm sitting there like, what is everybody doing? Something that was homemade for me was Jessica Lowe's. When she, when she first meets Josh, she's like, oh, I have that same suitcase. And he's like, well, I know it's mine because my lucky hat is in this front pocket. And she goes, that's the pocket where I keep my emergency chocolate. Uh, I love the idea of emergency chocolate. <laughs> and I want to get some for all my suitcases. One of my favorite, one of my homemade uh, moments was also when he was talking about New York and why he moved in. He's like, well, my family's here now and I'm ready to expand. And he was like, and there's less bears. As someone who lives in Aspen, Colorado and is constantly worried about bears, like constantly, you know what Maybe I mean? Maybe not in the winter as much. I remember one time I was driving in the summer. There's a little bit of snow and I I almost ran into a bear. Like a bear. Driving? mm Mm-hmm. A bear like zoomed in the middle of the road because they heard my car and they freaked out. And they had been like scavenging through my neighbor's garbage can. And then one of them smelled my one of my other neighbors um, cat food and ripped off their garage door and got into their um, cat food. Yeah. So like bears, I was like, I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> like I get moving to New York because of the bears. <laughs> You know, when I first moved here, my friend was telling me, she's like, oh, my alley is scary. And I was like, oh, are people getting mugged? She's like, no, bears. People don't get mugged in Aspen, Colorado. Did I tell you about the time I was walking in town? I'm like walking toward the corner 
at the exact same time that I get to the corner, a bear gets to the corner and we look at each other and they always say, do not run. But I turned around and ran as fast as I could away from that bear. It was huge. Yeah, they are. They're huge. And in Alaska, their bears are grizzly bears. They'll kill you if they run into you. Yeah. So I feel you on that. I was like, yes, I feel seen right now. Hallmark, thank you. As I said before, I listened to Jeremy Jordan's interview. And one thing he talked about was his stand-in. And he just kept going on about how from behind his stand-in looked exactly like him. This great guy looks exactly like him from the back. No, he didn't. Hostess. (laughs) Every time they showed him from the back, like hugging his brother or something, it was a totally different, like, like, like hairline, the back of your head, like side of his face, color of his hair. Yeah, the color was a lot darker. Yeah, it was almost like curly hair that was cut short. I mean, yeah, he was about the same height, but that's about it. Oh, man. But something that was homemade, uh the hotel suite. That was nice. I mean, it was like a palace. It was gorgeous. Had beautiful blue furnishings and wallpaper. Mm -hmm. Another homemade for me was, I mean, some of it was predictable. Like we knew we were they were going to cook the baked Alaska. But I, like you, did not think Julian was going to cook with him. I mean, there was stuff like that that I was like, huh. And it takes a lot to surprise Charlie and I in Hallmark movies because we watch a lot. Yeah, this story just had lots of twists and turns. And we didn't need any secondary storylines because there was so much happening. Just Mm -hmm. this one. Oh, we got to talk about Dump Truck. Uh, What's his name again? Callum Blue who played Henry. I don't know what he's doing, but he's got this dump truck ass. He was wearing these tight suit pants the entire movie. And cameraman knew it because they were (laughs) close up on that dump truck. Oh my gosh. That that is true. You know that TikTok sound that's like, what the hell? You you double cheeked up on a Tuesday morning. (laughs) And you know, Jessica had a little bit of a dump truck of her own, but that brings me to the hostess. Some of her clothes were just whack. That's the only word to describe them. Yeah, they were a little weird. They were just weird. Like she would wear a really pretty blazer, but then the like the bottom didn't match the top. You know, it was just like stuff didn't match. It was just like a little bizarre. Like she would wear like a nice like romper and then wear a very casual throw on sweater for like an evening event. Yeah, a lot of her outfits were like cruise director vibes. Yeah. And um, at the end, the dress she was wearing was this blue pleated dress. I mean, about like a thousand pleats on this. It looked like blinds. Yeah, it did. It wasn't great. It was like Scarlett O'Hara vibes when she made a dress out of curtains (laughs) or like Sound of Music. Instead of curtains, she used blinds. As I said before, homemade for me are the twin hijinks. There's nothing I love more than twins switching places and getting into trouble. Like Sister Sister is one of my favorite shows. Yeah, that is good. I thought that was a lot of fun, but I feel like it must be so difficult to film a scene with yourself. I want to know, Mary, who would you play in this movie? Um, I was given the character of the German woman. Um, she was like, uh, souffle, that is nothing compared to this strudel. <laughs> like yes <laughs> probably true too i mean the strudel is a lot of layered it's like it's kind true. of like a croissant like no. it's like a lot of I don't, well oh, maybe yeah, yeah it's like a lot of layered um but yeah that was me and who are you charlie i actually am playing like jeremy jordan i'm playing two characters oh my gosh <laughs> the scene where josh and meg first meet they're in a hotel lobby and there are these two gay guys sitting on a couch 
just having this long ass conversation because they're standing in front of them for the whole scene. And I was both of them. There you go. You know, in lieu of listener question, I wanted to mention about these like Hallmark Facebook groups that I joined last week. Oh my gosh. He talks about these Facebook groups all the time. All the time. You know, I sent you some screenshots and I thought you liked them. Oh my I God. mean, <laughs> I do, but you sometimes <laughs> complain about it. It's like, oh gosh. There's, here's a comment from a woman. At first, I didn't recognize Karen Krako in her upcoming Hallmark movie because of her short, dark wig and bangs. Okay, her name is Erin Krako. From <laughs> One Calls the Heart, by the way. So every every other comment was, her name is Erin. And then every other comment was, that's her real hair. Because <laughs> on Instagram, that's what her hair looks like. I don't know why I think it's so funny. Here's another one. Watching One Winter Weekend. Why is her dress so short? And then the comments. I know, I thought the same thing. It was ridiculous and was way too tight. And then somebody deep in the comments said, must be on Lifetime. (laughs) (laughs) That's always, always a conversation we have. When anything gets too racy, it's like, ooh, lifetime. So, guys, I... Wait, wait, wait. I just want to say one more thing about oh my this. Gosh. I've taken to, like, trolling some of these posts. So someone the other day posted that how much they really want to see Brooke Dorsey in a movie with Mark Blackus. You know who that is? Mm-mm. He's the guy from um, Good Morning Christmas. Like, he's a cute guy, but he's, like, older, and he's not, like, a hunk. He's, like, cute for Alice and Sweeney. They made a good couple in Good Morning Christmas. But Brooke Dorsey is, like, hot and sexy. So I was, like... I'm sorry, I hate to be the one to bring this up, but there is no way that Brooke Dorsey could play opposite him because she was way too pretty. Gosh, Charlie. (laughs) Charlie is ready to start fights right now. I am. Okay, this is brought to my attention that apparently I complained a lot about unleashing Mr. Darcy, which I stand behind. So now I am reading the book. And y'all, this is not a Hallmark book. This is like Bridgerton. Like, this is like <laughs> dirty. Really? <laughs> like, God, I was reading it thinking, okay, it's going to enlighten me on like how Hallmark made this movie. I'm like, actually, it just makes me even more confused. I just, I'm like, Hallmark, what is going on? <laughs> so, Mary, we didn't get a one year later, but we got a two months later. So, what do you think happens like 10 months? I think. Everybody's still happy. And I think the restaurant's doing really well. And I think Meg has moved to actually helping the restaurant with events. And she's doing a lot of planning there and helping them kind of recreate the image. Like, I want everyone to be happy. Sounds good. No, no plot twist. You normally have a plot twist. Well, we already have gay people. So there's nothing for me to add. Remember to follow us at Thirsty for Hallmark on Instagram. And uh, next week we're going to be reviewing It Was Always You. you. With Aaron Krako and, and Tyler, Tyler Hines. If you don't know who Aaron is, she's from One Calls to Heart. And you all, if you're not watching it, you need to be watching it. Tomorrow's the premiere of the season, season eight. eight. Yeah. I've been watching it. Y'all, I started watching it. Season premiere. Actually, One Calls to Heart has like two weird like prequel movies. Because it's based off of a book. And so, like, the first movie is based off of her aunt. And then the second movie, it's not Aaron playing her character. It's somebody else playing her character. And then the season started and they put Aaron Quaker in. So, yes, I've been watching it for probably nine years. I don't know what that says about me, but I'm ready for season eight. (laughs) And then Tyler Hines is in my 
very favorite Hallmark Christmas movie. Oh, it's Christmas Eve. <laughs> yes. Hope your cares are free. <laughs> or as Mary likes to call it, it's Christmas it's Eve. 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 <laughs> Starring Leanne Rhymes. And if you have not seen it, run, don't walk to somewhere to watch it. I don't know where. <laughs> it's so good, y'all. But I will say I recommend going to his Instagram because he recently posted a video of him with bleach blonde hair getting out of a bed in his underwear and then jumping into a pool. And it's like avant-garde, but also really hot. Oh my gosh. Well, guys. <laughs> That's it for us. Remember, stay, stay thirsty. Still listening? You must be pretty thirsty. Here's a quick scene from Mix Up in the Mediterranean. Cut to the first time they're meeting. He's pretending to be Julian, and he is signing up to um, do the competition. And I'm playing Meg. She is playing Julian. Josh, you're playing Josh. I'm playing Josh, who's playing Julian. Yes. Oh, I heard that you went to culinary school in France with Etienne. Oh, je parle français aussi. J'ai étudié à Paris. Oui. And scene. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>